podcast. I'm the host, Mark, and I have with me my cousin. I think my eldest cousin. Definitely not my eldest cousin. One of the older cousins, Dwayne Jr. I'm curious, which one am I? Who's older than you? Is Tanya older uh, than Tanya's you? Tanya's older than me. That's yeah. what, that's okay, one of the that's what you're thinking. thinking about, yeah. Okay, I was thinking maybe on your dad's side you had someone older. Well, I'm sure I do. Oh, then why is there Old confusion? Parts. I was talking about on my mom's side, though. On my mom's uh, side, you're probably one of the older cousins. But then she has a lot more family going She on does, yeah. Jeez, she's kind of... Wow. Well, anyway, well, That's so. an interesting Mori episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, it's my cousin. Hi. Dwayne, how are you? Babe? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. Good, good, good. I bought a, um, a pure filter for my uh, sink. But I didn't think about the fact that it was a, it was a, like a, um, what's it called? One of those handle sinks that you can like press a button and you can like control the fucking nozzle. Okay. So I just spent like $30 on nothing and right. I can't even use it. And I don't know what to receive. Okay. Here's something I want to talk about real quick is that you live in Boston. Yeah. Boston by far has some of the best water in the country. I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't know that coming. But up you here, could so taste it. Like, no, you can taste. I haven't the tried it without the filter. Then, then why do you think you need a? Oh, because it's already rained it? in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to Boston. Stop using. We have filter. smart people here, and so the water's really good. <laughs> is that everybody's water in Massachusetts? No, 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 just, no. no. Just I don't Boston. live in Boston any longer. My town water is god awful. <laughs> it's <laughs> so to the point where I'll go to Boston and grab water and bring it. That's so funny. No, it's serious. It's it's serious. Like water quality it's is It's not like Flint, Michigan water. No, it's not that bad. But, but the taste it's, it's is pretty, just it's, awful. it's a it's a manufactured taste like What's your favorite bottle water? Favorite bottle water? Poland Springs is pretty decent, you know? And there's a difference. There's a very subtle Poland difference. Poland Springs isn't bad, especially for like a cheap bottle water. It, I wouldn't really call it cheap. I'll call no, it. When I say cheap, I mean in this Call it average. It's the average bottle. Because yeah. you can get like. Because so like Fiji is super expensive. Fiji is the best water. I, but I it's love the best Fiji. water. It's, hands about, it's smooth. Oh everything. My God. It's like, <laughs> there's nothing better than Fiji. Fiji water is really good. Um, but the thing about it is that there's different types of water. There's purified water, there's yeah. distilled, distilled, and spring there's spring water. water. And so people get it confused, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, for, like, this thing that kills me is that you go to amusement parks, right? Amusement parks? Amusement parks. Yeah, I've been before. Six Flags. Yeah. When you go in there, they're vending machines. You could buy a soda for about five, six dollars for 20 ounces, which is crazy. Yeah. But in that same vending machine, they have water. And it's still the same price. (laughs) (laughs) But if you look at it, it's all Coke products. Right. Right. Which is just Atlanta tap water. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, first of all, Dasani's garbage. Garbage. And so it's Deer Park. I think Deer Park. Deer Park. I, yeah. I think Nestle's better than Deer Park. There's one water. Nestle's not bad. There's one water. It's called Zephyr Zephyrfernil or something. Have you ever seen this? It's like a Z, a long. I don't think you're no. even supposed to pronounce the name of this. It's just like Zephyrnil or whatever it is. I think it's the most absurd name. It looks like some type of like STD medication. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it looks worst. like an STD medication. No, not looks, but the name. <laughs> it's just like a. I gotta I gotta find the name for you, but it's it's. Zephyrnil, like, Ze- yeah, it's like a, well, yeah, that's, that's basically the water, but, no, but you, you definitely need to be bringing water, you need to drink more water, here's an alternative, a lot of people like soda, some people, like, hmm. you know, I think the younger generations are not so, like, gung-ho about soda as much, right. but do you like salsa water? No, I, I love water, though. But do you like, okay, this salsa water, not salsa water, excuse me, sparkling water, probably. No, I hate that shit, I, I think, I hate it because... 
the only thing good about soda to me uh-huh. is the carbonation. Like, the carbonation, like, is what makes it soda to me. Right. So when I drink, like, sparkling water, it's just like, what the fuck is this? Why is it doing this? It's... I don't like the carbonation in just water. I'd rather just have... But you like the water. carbonation in soda. So isn't it the same? It's just you not got really. combination. Okay, all right. So where I'm trying to go with this is just that they have flavored. You know, it's just not the regular generic sparkling water, which is still good. Spritz of lime, it's good to go. You know, I could drink that. But the flavored ones, there's a really good one. There's some good ones. There's some really bad ones out there too. I'm sure. So, so you just try it. It's nice. For me, I just put, um, I just take water and put fruit in it. And sugar, right? No. Okay. Just, just water and fruit. Okay. But I like water. Okay. I don't mind. All right. Fair enough. Um, when you were drinking soda, what soda did you like? I have an affinity for Canada Dry ginger ale. That's that's the only that's the best ginger ale. Because they, yeah, they claim you know why? No. Because they use real ginger in their product. I don't know how much ginger it I've is. I've had another um, ginger ale that used real ginger, and you could taste the ginger. But like is it, it was too gingery. Almost. It yes. was almost too gingery, like, but spicy, it was great. Right? Like yeah. <laughs> I loved it. You know what but, I like a lot? You know, like when you go get sushi. Do you like sushi? Occasionally. Okay. I'm not well versed in sushi, but I like it. Okay, but when you get sushi, it comes right. with that the little mustard, the, not mustard, wasabi, mm-hmm. and like soy sauce. But then like the the pink like pickled ginger, mm-hmm. I could eat handfuls of that. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I literally went to the store and they I saw it in the store like just a bottle of it. I bought it. I was like, I'm just gonna like this is like my eat snack ginger. food. I'm just gonna sit and eat ginger. That's gross. My breath may smell real bad afterwards, but it's it's good yeah, stuff. Ginger's not bad. So, let's just for a second imagine that I have an ad. And for this ad, you know, the people who control the ad company, they, they paid me to just rant and rave about this product. It's a good product. It's a product that revolutionizes the whole concept of whatever they're doing. And uh, you'll never find a better product like this. And for a second just think about how many lives are being changed by this product and then let's think about the fact that they're paying me to tell you about how many people just give great reviews of this product and how once you go this product you'll never be able to go back from this product back to the show so the other day we actually go out and um, we went to karaoke. Yeah. Was no, open mic night. Open mic night, excuse me. There's yeah. a difference of karaoke and open mic night. We'll get into that. We'll get into that, exactly. And um, we went to Slaves. Slaves is a. As soon as I came up here to Boston, my cousins were like, oh, there's this, like, the black spot. Black spot sounds bad. It does sound bad. But I don't mean it in a bad way. But the spot. For where, you know, black people go to fucking enjoy themselves. It's a bar. No, it's... I wanna it's like a soul type of lounge type thing. But it's not a lounge because it's not a club. All but right, it's me, like a... All right, I'll try to explain it from a Boston point of view. Um, it is a restaurant slash bar mm-hmm. that African-Americans frequently visit. It's also African-American-owned. And um, they have one thing that really brings the community together, which is 
wings. <laughs> the wings they have that, amazing baked chicken though. The, okay, just that's what I mean. Like they're wings. They have like baked wings. They have like fried wings. Wings galore. It's like the, the wings there are like awesome. So yeah. that's what kind of brings them there. Undoubtedly, best wings of Boston. So if wow. you're in the area, shout out Slates. to Slades. Um, one thing I will tell you about is that it is an older establishment. You're walking, you see like an older crowd of um, professional black Americans. Like hanging out, enjoying a nice uh, evening out. So, there's a place uh, like that in North Carolina, mm-hmm. but there's no food there. It's just a pool hall, but there's like there's like younger people pool halls. Okay. And then there's Doyle's. Oh. To where like the older people will be there, but younger people like if they accept you in there. Okay. They at, they say it's a members only um pool hall actually. Okay. But. And then I, I remember going there as soon as I turned 21. And we went in, me and my guy, Jose. We were just like, hey, uh, you know, how do how do we get a table? Because we want to play pool. Right. He was like, oh, you know, playing pool is free. Um, it's a members-only club, though. And I was like, okay. All right. How do you become a member? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just like, you just got to talk to Greg. He's like, Greg? I'm going to use Greg. He's like, you got to talk to Greg. I was like, okay. Where's Greg? He's like, I'm Greg. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I see where this is going. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He's just like, yeah. So, what's your name? <laughs> and then, and then we introduce ourselves, and he was like, all right, now you're good. And I was like, all right, that was that was easy. that was a little odd, right? But other than that, right? Like every time you go in there, you know, you bring whoever you want, you know, as long as they're 21 or up and up, and they just, just grab a table, play pool, and then you have like the um, the table. Okay. The the. The challenge table where all the is it like a different color? No, it's the same. Is it in the center of the room? In relation to what deems this the table is my question. Like, how do you just okay? There's a board right at the table, right around the table, um, that has people's names just signing up to play. Okay, and that's where everybody sits around and watches people play. That's where can you bet at this table? People have. But that's not what it's for. It's it's mo- it's mainly like if you if you really think you're good, go ahead, get on the challenge table. Oh, I see. Yeah, and uh, okay. I fucking love that place. Okay, it you, used to be. Are you even good at pool? I am fucking amazing at pool. I feel like you're not. I feel like okay. we played. At, okay, you came to my house. We right? can always. I have a pool in my house. So I, I know, but you don't have sticks. I do. Oh, I got them. Your fixed. sticks are shit. I got them fixed. Okay. I apologize. It's been a while since you actually drew it yeah. out to my house. Yeah, because you yeah. live like. Thanks for calling me out on. First of all. Driving an hour away down south, you'll actually get somewhere. Driving an hour away up here, you'll still be in traffic. That's true. It's an older part of the of the. Uh, yeah, I know. It's an older part of those of the city. So, I mean, a lot of turns and just traffic and yeah, everything. Yeah, man, but so. it's it's fine. I like it up here. I do like it up here. But anyways, slaves. Have, have you ever been diagnosed <laughs> with ADD? Yes. <laughs> You have a squirrel's brain. <laughs> but at least I remember it. I always remember what I was talking about, so I can just go back to it. Okay, I'm not that guy. If you <laughs> change topic on me, You're totally I'm forget. totally gone. I don't know so what we're talking about. So then you would squirrels. I, hey, I, I never said I didn't. <laughs> okay, that's right. Slates. So I walk into Slates. So my grandmother, you know, she's an old woman, and she wears a like a schoolboy hat, you know, like right. a, like you know this this kind of style of hat. So walk in, I instantly see like the hat over in the corner. So I approach the hat, and it's my grandmother. She just flew up from North Carolina, so I'm gonna go up behind her and like kiss her and be like, "Ooh, Grandma, I miss you so much. I'd like to see you, girl. You came out." 
But instead, I see that she's like eating. So I go and I rip the fork out of her hand and I pretend to like eat her food, like yum, 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 yum. And I literally look up and it's this random guy. <laughs> it is not my grandmother. Oh. In fact, I don't know who the hell this guy is. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, oh dear God, I'm gonna die in slaves tonight. Like, it's done. And the thing about it is that as, Af- as an African American, we all know that you don't, like, they don't like people playing with their food. Like, this is yeah, like hands you, off. You, you know? don't do that. You wash your hands, if anything. Like, they're very picky about, like, who comes into contact with their food. Now, here it is. The stranger just came from outside the street, literally with this dude's fork in my hand, going <laughs> yum, 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 yum over his mac and cheese. He looks at me. He's like, yo, what up, bro? How's everything going? <laughs> totally thought that he knew me because, again, who would? <laughs> assume that some strangers walk up to them and just do this to them. So I, I must know him. And so I played off like I did. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good, bro. How's everything? All right, man. I'll see you later. And then my grandmother's looking at me. I'm like, oh, God. Here's why. Why? Because from our side, we saw you come in. We were like, oh, okay. Wait. And then you veer off. So we see you go talk to somebody. We're just like, all right. He's talking to somebody he already know. Because I know, like, um, your dad's old boss or whatever right. goes to slaves a lot. So right. I think maybe he's talking to them. Right. So then when you come over and tell us that story, I was like, yo, yes. what the fuck? Uh, it, was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Right. Now, the thing about it is just that, um, you know, talking about, like, wings and everything, you know, like, I am a huge wing connoisseur. Like, I love wings, you know? Like... Every time I go to a restaurant and they have wings on the menu, I'm always like, I'll get the wings. Because I... Of course. Yeah. I'm like, like, it's the same thing for me and pizza. Um, I will... I'm all down for, like, checking out, um, you know, with, you know sure, get a pizza with a sausage or Italian sausage or a hamburger or some shit. But just a cheese pizza. Really? Just a cheese pizza. Because for me, it tells me if your pizza is actually good or not. That's true. I, I agree with you on that. Because you can, you can cover it up with some good toppings. But at the core, I need to know if the cheese, the sauce, the bread. You're right. If that's good. If the base is good, <laughs> if that's good. The, all the variations will be equal. How do you like bad. your wings? Before we even get into sauces, how do you like your wings Okay. when you eat wings? Like every other black person, I like my wings well done. I don't want to taste it and it's like undercooked. Or just cooked, you know? Well, you can't do that with chicken anyway. Yes, you can. Really? Chicken breast, I always kind of, it's like perfectly cooked. Because it's still juicy. Because I, the one thing well, I don't want... Well, still juicy and not... But you can't do like levels of like done, well done. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. But no, like... It's not. You're it's, getting sick. No, you're not. You, you, it's not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a guaranteed stick. It's like eating pork. Like everyone's like, oh, you got to cook pork well done. No, you don't. It, there's like a range of where it can be. And I'm people, learning something. <laughs> and beef is the same thing. You can have beef like I've had beef tartare before. It's 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 perfectly safe. But my chicken breast, I don't want it to be. If there's a level of like done, well done, or just kind of close to done, mm-hmm. I will float around that. Close just to about done. close to done. Yes, okay. with chicken breast. Both the wings, though, I definitely want them like fully cooked because I I don't know. It just they're not overcooked. Do not over. Yeah, I hate. I cannot stand dry wings. Dry wings, man. Like this is one bar in Boston. That's ten cent wings, and you get what you pay for. That's basically. The, yeah, because at Thornton's, twenty five cent wings, good wings. They are pretty good wings for twenty five cents. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good assessment, I would say. But look what you're paying for. Fifteen cents more gets you a decent. Wing. <laughs> Fifteen cents more gets you a decent wing. Right, which is now a wing and a half at Red Hat that you're already missing out on. <laughs> 
So you gotta look at it like that. You gotta look at it like when quality. it comes down. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of broke college kids in this city. You know, you gotta just go for the ten cent. They like ten cent wings. You know, screw the stomach ache later. It'll, it'll be fine. You the know, stomach it's, ache. I'm full. I'm, it's just ten cent wings. That's it. And then we're getting ramen. Uh, I can't <laughs> do ramen anymore. You don't like ramen anymore. I like gourmet ramen. I don't like the baggage ramen. You know why? I got it. You know, and I live right up the street from Chinatown. I should probably try some good ramen. But well, ramen's not really a Chinese thing. Is it not a Chinatown though? No, it's not a. So Chinatown. you're not gonna find it in Chinatown. Not really. I don't know these. No, things. ramen's more. Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but yeah. maybe like Japanese. Maybe. maybe? I have no idea, dude. Uh, I am Vietnamese uh, noodle soup is really good too. But noodle soup. But I hate that shit. Yeah, for you the same thing. You know, because you I probably you need to go. So okay, welcome to Boston. You need to go in Dorchester, right on Dot Ave. That's like where they all live, and there's like all right <laughs> <laughs> what? Where they all live? Yeah, all the Vietnamese people. <laughs> what the hell? What do you want me to say? That's where they live, and so they have like the restaurants and everything. Right. But that's where you go. You don't go to freaking like. Like, you I know, haven't gotten Beacon Hill for fun. Like, come on, like, <laughs> if, if you walk into everybody knows this, if you want great Chinese food or great Mexican food or anything, you go where they eat. That's where the food is. Like, don't you know? Like, if you want great wings, where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go? KFC? No. Thank you. You go where the black people are. <laughs> <laughs> where are the darkies? Like, you go <laughs> where they are. That's how it That's works. Fair. That's how it Just works. for me, like, I think that's what they were talking about as far as um, Massachusetts being more racist. Like, they're super divided. Yeah. I had no idea. I don't know. North mind Carolina, it. like, you'll have fucking Air Rodeo beside fucking Taco Bell, mm-hmm. knowing they don't fuck with each other. Then you'll have Taco Bell is a Taco Bell KFC, and you got a Burger King right beside it. But see, so the it's s- like, South is very different. That's what I'm saying. One like, thing I realized about the South is that it's freaking fast food central. And super integrated. Super integrated? Yeah. Well, I think that's just a sheer volume of black people that still live down there, right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But I guess, I don't know. This is the only world that I know. It's just... That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Like, I know when you go to North End, that's all the Italian food. Right. And it's So it's like, you know, good. right. It's like, I don't mind it as much. And if you want to live in that neighborhood, feel free. You know, like, anyone could, like, move into that neighborhood, you know? Um, it's just... Again, the one thing that a lot of people have to realize is that when you move to a certain neighborhood, there's a certain price point to live in that neighborhood yeah. and a certain amount of space that you're going to get for that price. And most people are like, you know what, screw this. I'd rather a bigger apartment, you know, more space that's cheaper. That's you. But if you want to live in a neighborhood for the conveniences around it, that's what you pay for. Location, location. You are location. a real estate agent. That's why I know these. Yeah, <laughs> you are a real estate agent. That's why I know these little t- It's like making sense as you're talking. You're just like... It's all you know like, the market, and it's like, huh, yeah, no, I not never guess this. not the market. The, the market's one thing about, for instance, uh, I have I have a home in Dorchester, and then my neighbor she recently just sold her home. Um, you have a home in Dorchester? Yeah. You live in Dorchester? You live in fucking Wolverine or something, right? Yeah, that W Town, right? <laughs> but no, I also own. You didn't know this? No. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to my life. Yeah, I. Own two houses. Cool. Yeah, it's. Are you like renting them out to people? Yes. That's cool. No, it's it's, it's my rent? summer home. That's What's what the it rent? And my summer home is in Dorchester. What's the rent? Which one? Which which unit? I don't know. You have two. So which one is which? What do you mean? Which one is which? 
What's the rent for the one in Dorchester? It's the three families. So I mean, what? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Your dog so they all great, just live, way. huh? Your dog smells great. She <laughs> <It> smells terrible. <laughs> she oh it's a bath. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. How does a three-family home work? It's like you own three apartments. That's what it is. And so... So, like my apartment. No, not like your apartment. You live in a, a building okay. with multiple units right. in the south end. So it's a different... Uh, it's a different structure, but if you go... So like a townhouse? Not a townhouse. It's called a triple-decker is ideally what they're called. And so it's just... A, each floor is a again, different Again, you're apartment. not from this area at all. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to... So I'm it's not. like just three levels, and each level is just one, two, three, and like one house. What? What? You, That's yeah. kind of cool. It is kind of cool. So it's like a... Each one has a couple bedrooms? Yeah. Wow. That's dope. Wow, you are really like... <laughs> yeah, I, I would have never known that. So what is it like in North Carolina? Oh, everyone just has their own house. Yeah, it's either a house or an apartment. Yeah. I mean, there are townhouses, but like... That's still like an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just realized what studio apartments are. That's a really shitty deal, huh? It's a really shitty deal. <laughs> like, Unless it's like in a warehouse. Space. If it's in a warehouse, the it's, the settings, it's different. It's kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a lofty... Well, that's how they sell it, but it's still a shitty deal. It, because it's shitty. literally, if you have anybody over, they like hang out in your bedroom. It's uh, like, think of college dorm, you know? It's it's like that. It's like everything. It's just yeah. a bigger college dorm. More privacy. It's cool if you're a bachelor, because you it's really a college don't dorm have a bathroom. Pretty much. Ugh. The only room you have is a bathroom. Other than that, like, if you burn your dinner, your whole house smells like... Oh my god, that's yeah, the this worst. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is this is terrible. This is the, the market in Boston, which is very expensive. And the thing about it is that a studio apartment nowadays can cost you about, like, 1300 bucks. For and that's what? like it's just average. a room it's and a bathroom. Not even a bedroom. It's just a room. <laughs> just a room. For instance, I was yeah. I was looking. This was like a couple of years ago on Comet. They were selling the studio apartment. You literally walk in, and like your kitchen is like on your left hand side, and then it was like a shape of an L. And then after that was like your bedroom area, which was like the size of a closet, and it was going for three hundred thousand dollars. This little space. Why? It has to be like four hundred square feet. Location, 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 man. If you That's were a bachelor... That's huh? an up north thing? Like the location? If you look at the United States, if you live on the coast, the rent and everything's going to be more expensive. So you got New York, you got Boston, you got Seattle, San Francisco, all these different coastal kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, um, towns and cities. Um, it's expensive. L.A. I don't know why it's so expensive like to live on the coast, but that's what it is. So I hear, you know, you watch like these HGTV. People want to see the beach. Type yeah. Thing. Well, not even that, but like you watch these HGTV shows and like people move into like these mega mansions and I'm just like, wow, that's so nice. But guess how much those man- mega mansions cost? $300,000. But not that much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like what? I just said, you get this little studio apartment on mm-hmm. Palm Ave for that same price. It's Damn, crazy. Bro. Location, location, people want to live in Boston. It's like great schools. Um, in terms of universities, the public school system in Boston is just garbage. I don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah, just great schools and just um, just a plethora of things to do, I guess. I don't know. Airports, huh. hospitals. I True. Don't know. We have it all, I guess, you know? It's interesting, though, how, like, from what I can tell, a lot of hospitals, they seem to be great hospitals, seem to have a lot of good schools. But a lot of homeless people. Where? 
outside. Okay. Like, dude, they're everywhere. Like, no. I've never seen so many homeless people the, in the city. It's a different... Okay, now you're going to give me... All right, we should take a quick commercial break, because this is going to really, like, set me off. Okay, I'm down for this. All right. I'm going to take a break, come back, and let you uh, go on your soapbox. some homeless people that choose to be homeless they just don't want to be a part of society so they just you know, I'm not gonna work I'm not gonna own anything of extreme value I'm basically just going to go and ask I don't want to use the term beg but I guess that in some respect it is just begging people for my daily needs as the day goes on I don't need shelter or brace the elements I'm going so to that's that's a, that's a thing that's a thing that's a thing I one time got drunk leaving this bar and I met this homeless guy in an ATM <laughs> and he's like this is my life this is just how I choose to live my life he's like granted I went through some hardships and I just decided I was like you know what this is what I'm gonna do I'm just going to live for the day now do you think that's a lot of people or do you think that that's just that guy you met I think that's with anything there's different like segments of each pie in each market but that's a good a good amount of the pie that's, chart that's a, that's a good amount of the pie chart anyway the, other, you don't agree with that? No, I mean, I, I think that's interesting because I said, uh, when I used to, again, in North Carolina, you'll see a couple homeless people, and then... Can I ask you a question, though, before you go? I'm sorry. When you say a lot of homeless people in North Carolina, where? Like, North Carolina's pretty rural. Are they just homeless in a field, or are they homeless... Dude, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, in the, you'll see, in the city, a little bit. You'll see a couple, like sprinkled in there. A little bit. Okay. But you either really think, you know, yeah, they're they're going through some shit, and decide to help them or not help them. I, me personally, I don't. But um. But then there will be a person that will say. You know, they're just, they just chose to be like that. And down south, you wouldn't... That's not the general idea of how they got to that point. It's just like, a, oh, no, they went through some shit, and they, like, couldn't make it happen, so now they're homeless. Okay. But there are skeptical people mm-hmm. down south that are like, yeah, they could very well be working. They're just not. Now, it's interesting, now that you're saying, up here at least, that... A good amount of these, not like not even half, maybe, but uh, a percentage of these people actually just live their life like that. It's a choice, yeah, for some people because, especially in the north, there's a huge, especially in the state. You now you're getting into red state, blue state, but in this state, there's a lot of welfare that goes into making this a life choice for people. Really? Where, yeah, like there's shelters in place, especially in the winter time. Especially in the city of Austin, a bus will there's a meeting point. Bus will come and collect everyone and take them to a shelter at night. Word. Because we feel bad, which is why know? I don't see them at night. You don't see them at night because no, you'll see some that don't make it to the shelter. Mm-hmm. But generally, especially if it gets really cold in the city, 
they're making room for the, for these people to go and to be in because the last thing you want to do is go and find a human icicle on your morning jog. <laughs> That's just <laughs> not not what you want to see. <laughs> Uh, but the God, other, the other, <laughs> the other, <laughs> the other half of it is people who are on drugs, mm-hmm. you know, and by drugs, you know, we're talking about heroin or, you know, the big opioids of today, um, but then also alcoholics, you know, like how many times, you know, the, the booze bag, you know, like the person that's just on, there was one guy who was known by the name of Listerine Larry, who Literally will go and just buy Listerine and just chug Listerine. Ew. Drug con- the, the excuse me, not drug con- <laughs> but the alcohol content in Listerine. It's alcohol. You drink, you're gonna get, you're gonna get pretty messed up, you know. But he was the only bum in the city with good breath. <laughs> Kid you not. Yo. Kid you not. So I mean, that th- that's what it is. But then also, the huge drug side of it. And I was watching, you know, I was watching this this video, and everyone knows about this, but. Drugs of today, the opioids, are treated much differently in society than the drugs of our parents, basically. You know, our generational drugs mm-hmm. versus generational drugs of our parents, which was like cocaine, crack cocaine. Back in those days, it was dealt with much differently. If you're on the street doing drugs, guess what's going to happen to you? Oh, the city's, the city's going to take care of you. They'll give you room, board, three meals a day, everything. Really? Yes. You know what that place what? is called? Prison. Oh. <laughs> That's how they dealt with you. They just sent oh you behind God. the jail. Yeah. Now, you do drugs, they'll try to send you to rehab, whatever, but guess what? You're back on, on uh, you're back out on the street. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing about it is just that you, you're basically, people on opioids, opioids are just walking zombies. If you are familiar with Mass Ave here in Boston, Mass Ave, uh-huh. like around City Hospital, they all hang out there. To the point where, yes. they, before, they would all hang out on like this one strip by the highway. And it would just be dreadful coming into the city. You're just like, oh, my God. Methanoma. Yes, exactly. Thank you. You live within a mile of methadoma. I really do. You do. So you see it, smell it, breathe it. This is That's the first thing I noticed when I came up here. I was like, um, Carol, where the fuck do you have us living? There you go. (laughs) There you go. But they, doctors, and they call it recovery road. Oh, that sounds so much better. Yeah. (laughs) Screw that. That's so stupid. But... One thing that I realized that the city did is that, you know, they couldn't get rid of them hanging out with methanol mouse, so they built a fence so they couldn't hang around on the grassy area of the area. Mm-hmm. Literally built a fence, so now you can't just hang out there anymore. That was their way of de- dealing with it. Instead of locking people up like they did to get them off the street, they built a fence. Like, the way that they just deal with things, like, I go to these calls, like, you know, I basically bring back heroin addicts to life. They drop dead. I show up, squirt through Narcan, do some CPR, they come back to life. I see the police officer, like, is this yours? You know, Boston Mess, is this yours? You know, you're not supposed to be doing drugs. They take it away from him, but they go to the hospital, and the very next day they're on the street. I'm like, how does this happen? Like, you're just, you're in possession of a legal drug. You obviously consumed the legal drug. You're in the home of someone, you know, where you just did the drug. All these criminal offenses that have taken place. And guess what we just do as a society? We just brush it aside. But if this was years ago with crack cocaine or cocaine, whatever, everybody's going down. Why do you think that happened? What, what do you think changed that? I think the demographic of people doing the drug is the main reason why it's all different now. When you say demographic? It's now happening to the policymakers, the, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, people who have the money. Basically, my dad told me this yesterday because my dad's my boss. He says, when you have all the gold, you make all the rules. That's true. True enough. It's and the same way. I'll bring it. Okay, I'm going to bring it to TSA right quick. Not for long. You can take a tennis racket through TSA security, mm-hmm. but you can't take a pool stick. Not much of a difference. They're both, you know, you could use both of them. If you wanted to start smacking people with them, you could use both. Only difference is the people who fund um, and put all this money into things like security and stuff like that, when their wives weren't able to bring their tennis and go fucking wherever they were going to play tennis, they weren't able to bring their tennis racket because we banned all these blunt objects. Right. But like, no, but wait, but wait, wait, come on, our wives are complaining, let them take the tennis racket. Politics. Politics. And everything. Politics. Bam. Drugs. Back to what you were saying? (laughs) No, you're right. You you bring it right back home to politics. It's all about who is wielding the power. Yeah, who's funding it. That's it. And you know, though, this turns to a whole conversation about lobbyists and... Supporting your efforts, and I think that's one of the. So, so do you think that it makes any sense to send these people to jail? Have them like? Would that be better in your opinion? It didn't work in the past. It doesn't work now. But my thing is just that, like, as society, like, we don't like. But my thing about it is just that it's not working now. Right. Maybe sending people to jail was the was the answer. You know. Like, you remove them from the street. So, basically, they're no longer hurting themselves. And they're True. no longer hurting people around them. They're no longer they don't have access to, they don't have access to it. They don't have, you know, the people, whoever they're hurting. Yeah, technically, they're not. I don't, one thing I don't understand about the jail sentence, right? When you go, because I've never been to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you go to jail, are you, in a way, paying off? A suit of some sort, like your charge or something. Yes, it's like your debt to society. Like you're right. paying off this paying off monetary this debt. debt, right? Almost. But some people are either paying off debt or they're just being locked away, away from society. Like you're allowed to come back to society once you pay the set off. So be like, you're never coming back. Okay, you're gonna die here. Life. And that's life. That's exactly okay. life sentence. Okay. So small offenses, you know. We but again, this whole drug debate is that. You know, for instance, weed was a big offense. Yes. Like, you would go away to jail for years for having weed. But if you had cocaine on you, it wouldn't be that big. Again, look at the demographics. Who predominantly <laughs> smokes weed in America? Right. right. It's obviously a college student, everything else like that. But on the street level, because the cops, listen, I smoked weed in college. I think we, we, for the most part, all did. But I remember there was a case where, like, we were in college and, like, we're all smoking weed and... We thought we were going to fishbowl the bathroom. So we did. We went to fishbowl the bathroom, and it, it was fine. For people in the South, fishbowling is what they call hot boxing. We call it hot boxing. They call it fishbowling. Back to what you were saying. So we fishbowl this bathroom, and we're so high that we forgot to close the bathroom door behind us. <laughs> and so now the apartment is now a hot box or a fishbowl, whatever you want to call it. Right. And so we get a knock on the door, you know. And they say, you know, campus security. We're oh, all God. freaked out. Now, remind you, I'm on student government. So I'm like, I am in so much trouble right now. What am I going to do? Mm. And I said, you know what? You're going to just ride this out. And don't say anything because you're fucking high. 
So I sat there, and they came inside. And I'm like, how's it going, officer? And he's like, it's, it's, everything's good, but um, we have, uh, you know, smell come from this room. And they're there with a, you know, student, um, student housing, you know, member. You know. And um, he walks in, he's like, well, I smell, smell it, but I don't see any evidence. So there's nothing I could do. Boom, gone. But if you get pulled over in the city of Boston, they smell weed in your car, they have the right to search your car. Before, not now. Right now it's just a ticket, there you go, you're on your merry way. But before it was just different. And But you gotta think about it, how many young kids got in trouble and sent away for like this little thing that now we classify as a misdemeanor because guess what? We can make money off of it. Here's a question. All the people that are in jail, mm-hmm. currently, mm-hmm. in states that have legalized marijuana, mm-hmm. Why not release them? Oh, I'm pretty sure they probably should. I don't know if they have or if they haven't. That's a good conversation. Except federal prison. Prisons are privately owned. Right? Are they? Yes. Are they owned by the state? No, you're right. There (laughs) There are prisons that are corporations. So, by that logic, if it's legal in that state... They should be released. Why are they locked up? Because it's a it's a past. What does that matter? Like, it's still grandfathered in in a way because no. you could either say they're grandfathered in to still being, I guess, incarcerated. I guess, but I feel like if they just if they're only if only if that was their only offense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like what are they still saying? What distributing is still not legal, or how does distributing go? No, distributing is still illegal. illegal. Unless okay. you're doing it legally, which makes no sense at all. Like, <laughs> what is the sense of me, like, getting weed and selling it versus this dispensary, which can just do the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I raise my own chickens, and, you know, you go to the supermarket and buy your chickens. It's, it's still chickens, right? Yeah. Like, we're not talking about, like, weed is weed, like, you know? It, it it's is not. It's <laughs> just different strains there because of that. Right. But no, but it's not like alcohol where, like, right. I brew my alcohol, you brew your own alcohol, but we don't know what percentage of alcohol... I'm, what proof my alcohol is, you know? That's why people go blind and moonshine. That's what that's what the whole debate about that is. But with marijuana, it's moonshine all... is still very good. I have a lot of good moonshine stories. Okay, Anyways. see, that's a southern thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> but up here, though, but then again, they say you could grow. The whole drug debate has changed. The whole drug world here in America is slowly changing, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, marijuana is not what it was once looked at. Um, as it was in the past, but you're right. Those people that got locked away for all those years, <laughs> like, but you got to think about it. Like when you get sent to jail, like you're missing out on a huge part of your life, mm-hmm. especially in your twenties. Like that's like your prime, you know. Yeah. This is like your development stage. It's like where you start trying to figure out who you are. All these different things. But if you're locked away in a prison, not contributing and being a part of society and the growth of yourself and the other people around you, you're gonna be really out of touch. You're really retarded in the sense of missing out and not. Growing right. as an individual, I, I don't know. I feel like there has to be some logic to it, though. Logic in know? what sense? Because you can't keep these people. That now that you're saying, okay, this is okay now. Right. It's fine. Right. Not not for people who are selling it because you're still saying selling it's illegal unless you're doing it legally. Whatever. Right. But selling is a different story. Right. If you were caught. Mm-hmm. As we many of us have been caught before, smoking weed, mm. and now you're in jail, right? And you've been in jail, you know, 
years before it became legal and you're still in jail for the same thing. Mm-hmm. You haven't been, you know, you know what it violent is? or anything in jail. Like uh-huh. you've been just serving out your sentence. Right. Why are you still in jail now? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. This you probably should not even be in jail at all. Yeah. But then again, they have like their their limits where you know, you if you sell this much, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna be this and whatever, you know. Right. But I don't know. I think that just marijuana should just be legal across the board. Yeah, if you're going to legalize it, legalize it. Legalize it, you know. But again, the state wants to make their money off of it. That's what it comes down to, is taxable income. If you go sell underground, they're not making they're not making their money, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that was that. Yeah. Was that all you had to say about your... Yes. Just... Drugs? Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. <laughs> Listen, rolls out of the ground is probably okay. But if you're in there in a chemical lab and mixing and doing all this other weird stuff, just let it go. So just you're down with shrooms. So shrooms are fine. Shrooms in Bali are fine. In yeah. what? Bali. It's a. It's a. It's in Indonesia. Um, it's a long trip. Long ago. Don't worry about that. But yeah, just yeah. Yeah, I'm just, not gonna say anything. But think about myself, it though. But, but still. like bath salts, like what? what? The, <laughs> yeah. Really, really, like oh, it's like the creativity is coming out of it. some of these things are happening. It's just like why, why, why oh, was meth. that your idea? What is meth? Like why would you want? You know, though, I will say this on my deathbed. Say like tomorrow they told me I had stage four cancer, mm-hmm. and some people might take this like in a weird way or whatever. But I think that. My life is ending. I will spend it with my family and everything else like that. You know, enjoy all the fun. Enjoy, like, the ends of life. But I'm like, what is cocaine like? like yeah, what's oh, the dude, I have said that before. And like, what's Carol the... was like, uh, no. But I'm like, right. you don't want to try it once? Like, you've never right. ever thought, like, damn. Like... Honestly, 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 thinking, no. But if I'm dying and I'm it trying. brings... Yeah, it, if I'm yeah, dying I'm anyway. Like, and it brings... Like it. I'm like... What the hell? I got a day to live, you know? Yeah. Just send me to a beach. I mean, because, like, honestly, on my deathbed, I don't... What do I want to do? Oh, I'm going to enjoy my last meal. Oh, my mom's going to make me mac and cheese. Oh, that's great. Thank you. You know? And now that that's over, now what? Now what? I'm full. Okay, what am I going to do now? Am I going <laughs> to... Like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to... I don't know. That's a weird. That's a, <laughs> that's a weird. And yeah, this is. I didn't expect to talk about, like, drugs and, like, me once right now. On the books, for the record, no, I have no interest in it. But again, like you got to think about it. Like, why do people want to try heroin? Like, what is the draw? It's All right. What is it? First off, I'm not into needles. I'm not sticking myself with anything. No, I'm good. I'm not big on snorting either. No. Mm-mm. See, you know what I will say? What? There was this one time when me and a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, were really tired. Mm-hmm. We had been going to class a lot. Really tired, just staying up all night. So we had um, like caffeine pills, mm-hmm. but they were in um, what are capsules? Right. Are capsules the one that you can take apart? Yeah, capsules. Mm-hmm. No, you snorted. The <laughs> yes, caffeine. it was the worst thing ever. Don't do that. Well, oh, <laughs> that was just awful, and I didn't feel any more awake. Right, no. it, didn't, it did not have. So who had that effect. idea? He did, but he was just like, "Yo, you want to snort this?" And I was like, "Yeah." Care, so fuck it. Is it was it boredom? Is it was it like? Cause yeah, I mean, we weren't tired, so we were gonna take them either way. But why are we trying to stay awake? Because we're just up all night. Then go to bed. Yeah, you can say that now, but after you've already been up all night, 
You can't say we'll go to bed when you have class. Oh, uh, so that's what I'm asking. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Right. So, you, that's right. But why were you up all night? Then no one looked at the clock like, crap, we have class in like two hours. But for me, like, my logic is I don't want to go to sleep. If I have to be up at five in the morning and I know that I have a hard time waking up at five in the morning when I have eight hours of sleep. Right. I'm really not trying to risk it with only like three hours of sleep. I'm not trying to risk it. I'm, I'm going to just stay up. Right. When I have a flight in the morning, like I fly early in the morning and every time I'll stay up until that flight leaves. <laughs> Right. Like, I won't go to sleep that night because I'm going to be the person that forgets to wake, like, doesn't wake up to my alarm clock, and then uh-huh. I miss the flight, and then I have to go, like, reschedule or some shit. I've done that, too. You know what, though? I used to, when I used to take flights, I knew what time, I always got, when they tell you the time, that's the departure time, mm-hmm. is their takeoff time. Like, they actually fly oh, away. Oh, yeah. They, they, they mean depart. Like, the plane is departing. I never right. got that. I thought that meant the door closes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, more than once, I had, like, missed my flight. Like, I was in Portugal, chilling in, like, the like the lounge. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got time. And oh, no. I was just, you know, because in the lounges, they got drinks and stuff. So, yeah. I'm like, throwing it back, having a great time. Like, just talking, just eating and everything. And then, I look at my watch, I'm like, oh, crap, my plane's about to leave. <laughs> I go, you know, strolling down. I'm like, hi, I'm here to put the button. They're like, the plane's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm about to take off. I was like, what do you mean? And they had to school me on, like, no, stupid. (laughs) That's time that it takes off. So that's why you need to be there, you know, before. Yeah, I still wouldn't say get there two hours before. No, that's that's a force. That's a little extra. Depending on what country you're in, though, because, like, internationally, like, you'll realize that security measures are much different. Like, you go through multiple checkpoints mm-hmm. here it's just like one major one and then you're done yeah. if you're leaving the, the continental u.s two hours is extreme an hour's not that bad no yeah an hour you can you can make it Come an hour yeah. an hour before right. but if you know it's a busy time of the day oh no by the no. way yeah. between four and six is a busy time of the that's day that's rush hour do not show up to the airport for your flight that that's is at five, yes. And you show up at four forty-five. That's you're not making your don't, flight. You're not making flight. And I love it when people miss their flights. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> They're so <laughs> mad. <laughs> and then they get an attitude with like the the, st- the, the, the staff there. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean the plane's gone? <laughs> like, like, like you know that. Like, I never get mad. I'm just like, oh, whatever. I was like, can you just put me on the next one? And I literally just go home. I mean, yeah, sometimes, like, but if I'm it's never a, mad. if if it's an international flight, that's like the only flight of the day. But if it's domestic, yeah, but you can't be mad at them. Like I've never missed a flight and been like, "This is your fault." Right. Even before I started no, working at TSA, wait, I've never been like, this, "You made me." Right. You did this. Have you ever? No. Have you ever missed a flight at like when you get to the kiosk, like you know, like at the desk mm-hmm. before you go through security, and they're like, "Oh." You only have t- the t- you, it, the flight the the boarding gate closes in ten minutes. You're not gonna make it. Right. I'm like, well, screw you. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when they say the, it, the flight closes fifteen minutes before, the, like yeah. the, the boarding the boarding gate. Because they're gonna give the minutes. whole right. spiel. Right. Which you don't even think about the the time that they say right. you know it closes ten minutes before the flight. Right. That's when they're giving the spiel. The the whole. You know, this is how you use your Oscars man. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I think no, that's no, when no, they're no, doing no. that. No. I'm pretty I, it's, sure. It's like this. Okay, so I remember this. So I, I got to the... Basically, I had like... I, it's 15 minutes... Oh, 15 minutes before departure. Right. 
Right. But the gate closes 15 minutes before departure. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, oh, yeah, 15 minutes, 15 that's minutes. when they're doing that. No, 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 no. 15 minutes. They're seating you? Uh, they give you the spiel. Yeah, you're probably right. And then you start and you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So they can't have right. people, like, bumping past. Like, oh, excuse right. me. I know you're talking, but... Right. I remember, second. like, there's a group of us, about, like, 15 of us, we were all going to um, uh, the Jersey Shore. We were just going down there to, like, hang out for the weekend. And we literally get to the gate. We're on... This crappy airline. Think of the crappiest airline you could possibly imagine. Spirit. There you go. <laughs> so, so, we're there, and they're like, oh, sorry, guys. It's like, and Spirit's such a dick with things. Oh, like, yeah. They like, don't give a shit. It's 20s before boarding, and you missed your flight. We're like, we know the flight's empty. Like, come on. There's like 15, 15 of us trying to get on this flight. Like, you know, how are you going to leave 15 of us? They said, no. They was like, we're refunding all your ticket prices, but you're not going to make this flight. And so we're like, attitude, obviously. There's 15 of us. So I'm like, you know what, guys? Screw it. We're only going down to Jersey. Let's just rent a car. We just rented a car and we just drove down there. And then we kept our flights coming back, though, you know? Mm -hmm. But you just got to make things work. Cousin, I want to thank you for coming on here, man. Thanks. Honestly, it's an honor to have you. Excellent. Well, thank you for having me, you know, and, you know, rummaging through this cluttered mind of mine. <laughs> Couldn't help yourself, man. You okay? What, what was that exhalation that just happened just now? <laughs> I don't know. I have to work on my lap, obviously. Yeah, you're like near giggle queen. That yeah, is just pathetic. Like giggle a lot, and then I do the like laugh. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like borderline, awkward. like awkward flirtation. You might yeah. want to work on that. It's very odd. Thanks, man. Yes. Just, just, just take that in. You know, no Big more. cousin always <laughs> has. <that. laughs> All right, man. Um. <laughs> You're so awkward. That was your laugh, though. That is gross. What you just did? That was awful. That laugh you just did was what? horrible. <laughs> That's not what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually emulating you. Nah, bro. Anyways. Thank you guys for listening again. Anytime you want to get a topic on here, anytime you want to be a guest, anytime you want to send music in, um, artwork. Yeah, send your latest artwork. We want to definitely... Put your artwork on a radio show. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying. See, they understand because they've been listening to it. You haven't. Uh, he, he didn't listen to the first two episodes, guys. Right. He's a piece of shit. Anyway, so... <laughs> submit any music, artwork for it, for the episodes to be the artwork of the episode. Now that you understand. Now you understand. Oh, Yo! Oh, there we go. Thoughtful. So, <laughs> and then any topics, suggestions, questions email me it'll be on the episode you'll see what the email is it'll be on the description just look at that all right um yeah have a good day or night or whenever you're listening to this bye